0: Welcome to the Candid Christian Podcast, a weekly conversation where we candidly explore the areas of life that Christians often shy away from. No topic is off limits because I believe that God has something to say about every area of our lives. All right, that's enough talking. I'm your host, Kamara Dorsey, let's jump right into the episode. And We have to also be mindful of that because People can get burned out with you all always bringing something Mm -hmm. to them and calling it a conflict when it's really not. That's exhausting. That's exhausting, especially if you have a relationship with somebody that you may have known for a long time and you really Mm -hmm. love this person. And it's just like every time I turn a corner, here you are. (laughs) Here you are telling me something that is a conflict for you, but for everybody else. You're just like, well, actually, that's not a conflict. That's just... And, not, and that's when we have to step into identifying whether or not we have trauma or, wo- you know, past wounds. Those wounds, yeah. That have not That's high, that high And are informing the our behaviors. Yeah. Because that's so true. Yeah, because your your trauma can form what you're seeing. Because somebody who maybe grew up in a household. And it's not to say that because the truth is every family has this dysfunction. As perfect mm-hmm. as people may like to make their life seem every family is dysfunction so i think that it's just like you have to realize how your trauma may inform Mm. the way you see the world yeah because your worldview your yeah it can be informed by trauma exactly because you can have grown up in a place that was very traumatic and so now to you everything may seem like because you lived in a house that everything was a problem every corner you turned it was a problem you breathed it was a problem you asked for dinner it was a problem you wanted to go out with your friends it was a problem like every, but somebody else may have grown up in a house where it was like they had healthy communication they had uh their parents taught them healthy conflict resolution so for them they know when something is actually a serious disagreement um and they're able to sort through that and so I think that is important to even know, like when you start feeling like you're in a conflict with somebody to really, to really think about, okay, let me sit down and think about my life and how I grew up and really realize, is this something that's worth mentioning or do I need to journal about this? Mm-hmm. Because it's like Kia said, that can get exhausting. Like you might really just need to journal. You might really need to just take some time, sit in silence and really think about why do these things hurt me? Is mm-hmm. Does it hurt me because this person was actually, was actually being mm-hmm. and being harmful or because I have some unhealed wounds that I keep ripping open or, I, you know, like, and, and not that the other people keep ripping open, but let's be clear that you keep ripping open, <laughs> you're so, taking the bandaid off. And so I just think that's even just a way to really think like, that's something to consider, like your worldview and how you grew up really shapes what you see as conflict, because the truth is everything is not a conflict. And uh, I want to talk about different types of conflict because I think that's important as well. And so, you know, I'm no researcher, but I did a little bit of Googling and Harvard Law School had an article about different types of conflict. They were speaking specifically about the workplace, but I feel like this can be related to all life. It doesn't just have to be like the workplace. And so they talked about three different kinds of conflict. The first one was task conflict. And task conflict is has to do with the way that two people complete a task. So Kia may say, oh, I want to do it this way. And I may say, well, I've always done it this way. Now we're at a point where we have a disagreement about how this assignment needs to be completed. And mm-hmm. we need to be able to come to a solution so that we can get what we need to do and do it by our deadline, you know, whatever it is. This could be with anything. This could be with work. This can be with, you know, whatever it is. This this is all this is for all life situations. Um, The next one is relationship conflict. And this this may have to do with differences in personality, personal style or even the way you deal with conflict. So your conflict style. Um, And then the last one is called value conflict and value conflict usually arises from fundamental differences in your identity and your values. And this can include religion, politics, ethics, or other deeply held beliefs. Um, And so I think even just hearing those three, when you want to go and say, I think I'm in a conflict with this person, mm-hmm. really think about, okay, is this, is it a conflict? And if it is a conflict, what kind is it? Mm-hmm. Right? So first you have to consider is this a serious disagreement or argument? Is this creating uh, a divide between me and this person? Is this an incompatibility between my opinion and this other person's opinion that is really breaking us apart? Because sometimes there's things that it's just like, well, this ain't really, this is not bringing a divide. This is just, we have a difference and we can live with it. I think conflict comes when you can no longer live peaceably with the person. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's what we really have to consider. Like, can I no longer live peaceably with this person as a result of this disagreement? And so, like, so like, once again, like I said, we have tasks and it's just like, okay, like I'm completing an assignment. We have to get this done. Relational or value. And I feel like, and you can look it up for yourself to see the other types of conflict, but I feel like to really be able to see, like, is this a conflict? It's okay to do some research. It's okay to like be knowledgeable mm. so that you can actually have the right conversation if there is something that's worth addressing. Like yeah, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. I think it's worth definitely worth researching like you like you mentioned. I think it's worth finding a book, you know, a book or two, you okay. know? Because <laughs> <clears throat> that proverbial <laughs> mic tapping in. Um, you know, I didn't have the healthiest of communication skills. You know, I didn't feel like I had all the tools available to express myself, you know, in a in a way that wouldn't leave me bursting into tears cuz I was hypersensitive. Yeah. Um and so I feel like, you know, if you are a person that's in a situation like that where you just didn't learn. Number one, a book is great, right? Like if it's not too too bad, you know, you look up a couple books that will pertain to, you know, your particular context. Or y'all get a counselor. Get a counselor. Okay. Honey, you better get your book and your counselor. Okay. Get it's not a either. counselor. You know, it's both hands. <laughs> do what you have to do. But a counselor is really, 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 really great because they will help you process. In a way that you cannot do alone, right? Yeah. In, a, in a way that your journal is not going to talk back to you, and they're going to offer perspective as a person who is an outside party, which is really helpful, right? Because it's, it, especially if you have a conflict and you take it to your counselor, and you be like, Barbara, I had this yeah. disagreement, yeah, you know, I had this disagreement with, uh, I had a disagreement with uh, Danny. And he would, and he was saying all this and saying all this and, and, you know, Barbara, since she don't live with you every day, she don't see Danny every day. Yeah. She will give an unbiased perspective of whether or not really it is conflict and what's really going on. And she'll help you to be able to process if it is a conflict, if it isn't, and then how you might approach that. Yeah. Um. So in general, I would say research is always great. Get that book, get that counselor, Um. get, hmm, if you have friends, don't be sharing everything with everybody, okay? <laughs> but, My God. but let it be your close friend that you trust and you highly value their opinion. Let me say that again. Highly value their opinion, okay? If you do not highly value their opinion, please don't be out there trying to ask them what they would do in a conflict. You don't want that answer. You don't want the answer. But if you are seeking advice from a friend that you really do trust, bounce it off of them. Pour it onto them. And tell them, please, please explain to them you you want their opinion on this particular situation. Don't be just dumping all over people, y'all, because people can't. You, you That's what the counselor is for. But I'm saying for particular instances, find that friend that you trust and value their opinion and and walk it out with them yeah. if you are a verbal processor, because some people aren't. Some people need to process alone and they do need to write in their journal and sometimes that is helpful for them. So I think really it's about being Is the word intuitive? Like knowing yourself, knowing what works for you. And if you don't know, that's okay, but you need to start finding out or else that's going to make all of your relationships in life a little more difficult Mm -hmm. than they need to be. Honey, it's the trust for me. Like, can we circle back to that trust piece about finding those friends that you trust? Mm -hmm. Because everybody's not trustworthy. So you could be telling people about your conflict. Barbara could be telling... Her little friend, Lucy, about her conflict with Danny. And Lu- if Lucy's not trustworthy, then she's definitely spreading Barb's business. Okay. <laughs> she's definitely spreading the business about Barb and Dan's relationship. Because it's just like, if the person isn't, and yeah, you have to be careful. Because in that moment, you may just be worried about um, somebody hearing your point of view. Mm-hmm. You want somebody to hear it and validate it. But you have to be careful. You have to be careful because that person may be malicious, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately, they may not have your best interests at heart. So it's just like you have to be. And I think also you have to know, like, who are really my friends? Like, is this a person? Yes. Yeah, like, is this a person that I can really, like, talk to? Like, and I think it's kind of weird, but it's like in friend circles, there are some people that you trust with. Surface level information, and then there's other people that you're like, Okay, like I trust them with a different level of information. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say you don't love the other people, but you just know there's a different level of a relationship, place, yeah. of trust that you have with that certain person where you know, Okay, I can go to this person and they'll give me truthful information, they're trustworthy, I can confide in them to know that they're not going to spread my business mm-hmm. and I'm going to get honest advice yeah. and not just to coax my ego and make me feel good because well I felt this way and I need somebody to validate like okay and validation of emotions is that's good but like sometimes you you don't need to be validated because you're actually wrong <laughs> but let's talk about that let's talk about being wrong honey <laughs> <laughs> my god is else awesome? anyway that's <laughs> That's actually a different episode. We ain't even finna dive into that. Accepting that you're wrong, creating conflict. Yeah, that's a whole nother (laughs) what can't be the cause of it. You're the eye of the storm. Yeah. Yeah. We don't not have the time. We don't have the time tonight. But I want us to talk a little bit about the Bible because we are Christian women. And so, um, and we want to give a Christian perspective to the just the the idea of calm, not even the idea of conflict, but just we want to give Christian perspective to conflict. Mm. And so. Me and Kia were kind of hashing it out. And we were thinking, okay, well, how does the Bible talk about conflict? And so we were searching through the scriptures and we found Matthew chapter 18, 15 to 17. So Kia, can you read that for the people listening? I can. I can. If you're used to King Jimmy, this is not that. (laughs) It is the English Standard Version, Matthew 18, verses 15 through 17. If your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, you have gained your brother. But if he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, that every charge may be established by the evidence of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell it to the church. Mm. And if he refuses to listen even to the church, let him be to you as a Gentile and a tax collector. My goodness. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> if y'all didn't hear that oh my goodness that was hilarious you just like mm-hmm. <laughs> like that first of all it's a mouthful and then also it's like when you trying to uh swallow but your throat is dry like, it's like you want to tell people about the, his- the history here <laughs> oh my goodness like so in, in jewish law right you know, in order for a thing, a matter to be considered true, right? It had to be established on the evidence of two or three witnesses. So that's referencing verse 16. And then we know before you know Jesus came and offered his sacrifice on the cross, y'all, the Jews did not bang with the Gentiles. If you don't know what a Gentile is, that means it's you. We are Gentiles. Okay. We are we were not a part of the Jewish faith. And so In this particular text is saying, I know, I know, I know. I know what you're probably thinking right now. Why does she have to go and stop the podcast right before the best part? I get it. But as the old Pentecostal preacher would say, I won't be before you long, but I just have one question. Are you enjoying this episode? If you said no, I'm not really sure why you're still listening, but thank you. But if you said yes, can you do me a favor? Can you share this podcast with a friend and share it on your social media pages? That will really be a big help for me and for this podcast. All right. Now back to the episodes. Let the person who is disagreeing or not, or rather, you know, not listening to sound advice, I guess it would be not listening to wanting to reconcile. Yeah. um, Let that person be as a Gentile to you. And back in that day, Jews and Gentiles did not mix. They did not. You just did not do it. Um, And, you know, I'm not no... I'm not a history buff, but you can look that up. You can look up because they had mad conflict and they did not do life together until Jesus, until he came and he did away with that yeah. because of the promise. But that's a little bit of history. I'm not the best, but you can, <laughs> l- like we say, take it to God, go to God yeah. and research everything for yourself. Some people say, don't take our word for it. Yeah. Like- don't listen to this and use this as your only piece of uh "Uh-uh, No, you're not going to get us in trouble. No, do your own research. Take it to whoever you need to take it to, to, to really think deeply about it. But I just thought it was so interesting. Kia's reading and I'm just seeing like different points of what Jesus is showing us how to do in the situation of a conflict. Like I feel like so many times people will be like the Bible is an ancient book. It does not tell us nothing. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what you're reading. I I can't really understand what you're reading, but I'm like, the Bible gives you so many solutions to everyday problems. Like and so Jesus right now is giving us a solution to conflict. This, this woo, let me tell you, all these people who deal with constant conflict this is going to help you, okay? <laughs> like, this is going to help. I'm you. about to jump out of my skin about this revelation. I'm this so, I'm this so is serious. so revelatory. Jesus tells you right now. Let me let me break it down. First, Jesus says, what you need to do is you need to go and point out the problem with just between you and the other person, okay? And if you point out the problem and the person says, oh, man, you're right. I did wrong you. Then you've gained a brother. Now you on Facebook. <laughs> now you on Instagram not you and tiktok <laughs> or twitter because y'all be really <laughs> harsh on there <laughs> my gosh i don't get on there that that. that's, <laughs> scary. that's the elephant graveyard yes. we do not go there that place is scary but y'all be y'all be really boring on that blue app but anyway jesus says you need to go by yourself and confront that this is the very first thing you do is you go to that person just you and you and whoever it is and you confront them and if they agree with you that they've wronged you then you've gained a brother or you've gained a sister. However, if the person is like, no, nah, I ain't hearing that. You, you really wowed for trying to bring this crazy mess to me. Jesus says, go back to that person again with more witnesses. Bring two or three more people with you to confront this person. Then if they don't listen to you again, he says, bring them before the assembly of believers. Bring them before the church. <laughs> First of all, can you imagine how yeah, the answers though? Can you, imagine, can you imagine if Kia had a problem with me, and I was like, "No, nah, I'm not hearing it." And then she came again with more people that are our friends, and I'm like, "Nah, bro." And then she brought me in front of the congregation on Sunday and said, "Pastor, can I say something?" I will be like, "Oh my God!" Do you imagine? I feel like I feel like you're a menace. If after that <laughs> point you don't want to apologize. <laughs> Like you really are a minister to society. <laughs> I'm really laughing over here. Because God, this is the truth. This is the truth. You're true. And this is why this is so revelatory because Jesus is like, if that person, after you bring them in front of the assembly of believers and approach mm-hmm. them and say, you've wronged me and I've been trying to get your attention up and trying to reconcile. Jesus says, if after you bring them in front of the church, after you bring them in front of the assembly of believers, then, then and only then are you okay to treat them. As, uh, you know, in his day, he said a tax collector or a Gentile, but basically then and only then are you okay to cut them off. Mm -hmm. You're not allowed to just jump in and say, well, she did this, so I'm cutting them off. And I feel like in today's culture, you know, people say cancel culture, like people don't ever give people a chance no more. It's just like, well, you did this and it's done. And I'm doing this for my peace and my self-care. And it's just like, y'all don't y'all are so fake. Y'all are so fake out here. Y'all do not be trying to reconcile. Y'all do not be trying to mend relationships. And this has nothing to do with even being a Christian. This is just being, this is just having friends. Like, being human, yeah. This is just being human. Like, y'all really don't be caring about these relationships. Y'all really just be caring about yourself. Because it's like, you, the first thing that you're, if the first thing you think of is cutting a person off, you actually don't like them. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Let them go. Like, let them- Elsa said it best. Let them go. Like, if the first thing you think of, is cutting this person off because they then drunk. Y'all, then y'all probably wasn't friends. Anyway. Then y'all wasn't friends anyway. That was your acquaintance. But we won't talk about that. Like the difference between friends and acquaintances. But anyway, I think it's beautiful that Jesus gives us uh, a framework to go off of for conflict. Because I feel like a lot of times, especially we're going to speak a little bit about the church. <laughs> it's not done the best way. There is a lot of bad blood in the church because people have had strong disagreements or arguments and they just couldn't come to a resolution. But I'm really trying to understand, well, why couldn't you come to a resolution? Because Jesus shows us how to. Like, Jesus shows us how to. And we should be using. And he's, it's like, Jesus literally is giving us the answers to the test and we're like throwing them in the trash. Like, He's like, okay, here's your answers. And we're like, okay, that's cute. <laughs> and just move on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so for me, I'm just like, and I feel like you don't have to be a Christian to follow this framework. I mean, you know, I would love for you to be a Christian. I would love for you to follow Jesus. But I think if you're listening to this and you're not a believer and you're having conflict, use this framework and see how it works for you. And I, obviously I would say, here, here's what I would say. You know, people will be like, well, what is the church? Bring it before the church. Let's say this, for instance. If you're not a Christian, you bring the situation before you and your group of friends. That could be how you handle it and say, I'm coming before you and the group of friends. And let it be your friend. And let it be your your actual, actual friends. friends. Honey, do you hear me? I'm speaking to you, sis. Yes. No, no. Whoever this is. somebody, Somebody has fake friends. Okay. Somebody has fake friends listening to this. Okay. Those aren't your real friends. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. I said it three times. Get rid of them. Cuz like he is saying, let it be your real friends because they're the only people who are actually going to be in- speak be able to speak into that situation the right way. The right way. This passage is so revelatory because it tells you how serious Jesus is about reconciliation. So 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 if you if you hear nothing today, the Lord is passionate about reconciliation, which is why he did exactly what he did on the cross. And I think it's such a shocking thing in verse 17, you know, when he says, like, okay, after that third time, if they didn't listen, right? He's like, the third time, the charm. Okay, he's like, after the third time, they didn't listen. Okay, they really want to be separated. Mm-hmm. They don't want to repair the the breach, the tear, the rift. Let treat them, treat them as such. But I think it's so powerful because Jesus is so serious. About reconciliation, and if you look at verse fifteen, what do we be what do we do if your brother sins against you, go and tell your girlfriend, go and tell your boyfriend, go and tell your best friend no, Jesus said you need to you need to go and tell that person their fault now, for us as we're talking about processing emotions, you may need to do that, right? You might need to sit with what happened, sit with what you felt, sit with the whole thing, and then you need to go and tell that person, yeah. And now, again, it's not bad. If you need to talk to somebody to, to, you know, help you before you go and tell that person their fault, there, there is nothing wrong with that at all, at all. But if you're a believer, please prayerfully do that. And if you're not, please carefully do that. Please don't just be telling anyone. Again, like we said, make sure it's your friend. Okay. But follow, follow the formula. Follow the formula. I know the formula. It's it, like, it works. Like SpongeBob says the Krabby Patty formula. Like it never fails. It never fails. <laughs> it's gonna be good every time. It's going to work every time because I'm a. I'm. I'm a. I'm a believer. I love Jesus. I'm a follower of Jesus, and I'm a believer that His ways. His ways work. I'm sorry. It's. It's like them people selling them little fit teas. Like it works. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like them little people with the teas, but it's Jesus. I'm like it worked. You could try it. Try for yourself and see. And so that's how I feel about this. And I really, I really thought it was so interesting where it's like the first thing that Jesus tells you to do is go and talk to that person. Mm. And I think that really pulls a full circle about how we were talking about in the beginning of like, he ain't say go and think about it in your oh, head. It's like the avoidance. He didn't say go and think about it in your head. Mm-hmm. He didn't say go and consider how the situation might work <laughs> in your head. He said, go and talk to that person. Mm. And you can really avoid a lot of all of the reasons why we don't like communication. If you would just jump right into it and just be like, okay, this person did this and process first, like what Kia said, right? Because it might not be a conflict, but once you figure out if it was a conflict, you need to go straight to that person. Don't tell your your auntie, your daddy, your dog, everybody. No, (laughs) no go straight to that person. And so I feel like I mean we could say more. The topic of conflict is a huge one. It's a deep one. It's it's deep. It's like trying to drink from a fire hose. Yeah. Truly. But I feel like Jesus tells us to do this because he knows that it works. I feel like he knows it's not even I feel like I know that he knows that nine times out of ten, it's not you're not gonna have to take it to the whole church. Honestly. He, he created us and he knows that if you will just take that first step, right? You know, sometimes it's tiring being a bigger person. It, it truly is. Yeah. I mean, I sometimes I be being a bride, I be like, I'm tired of being a bigger man. Like I, I really am. I get tired of it. But you know what? Jesus gives us this formula because he knows what the result will be. Especially if you're moving in his name and for his glory. And I'm not saying that you ignore the fact that you've been hurt because you do have to sit with that. You have to process that. But the answer is to actually go and tell that person to work through it. And I believe that he knows that nine times out of 10, you will have gained your brother. It won't result in all the time you having to go before the church. Like that's that's humiliating. Come on now, who wants to do that every time? You think he's going to tell us to do that if every time we have to be getting up in front of a large group of people talking about, okay, well, first I took it. To Tanya and I, I was by myself when I went to Tanya. the next time, I brought Chris and Billy and then When I went to Tanya, but Tanya still wasn't listening. Then I had to break it to your five thousand congregation. Like, no, <laughs> nobody wants to do that. And the truth is, we just need to learn how to deal with conflict because Jesus says so. You in there? Oh, okay. There you are. Well, I hate to tell you this, but look, you you don't got to go home, but you got to get out of here. Why? Oh, because the episode's over. But don't worry, because each week I'll be uploading new episodes to the podcast. And luckily for you, you can find it anywhere podcast or stream. Amazon, Apple, Stitcher, Google. All right. See you next week. Bye-bye.